everybody and welcome to this week's podcast. My name is Kimberly, and I'm founder of Casey Consultancy, which is an international hub for supporting earlier teaching, training and inspiration. And with all the work I do, I'm all about empowering early educators to be the very best version of themselves by creating that perfect blend of professional knowledge and development alongside valuing your self-care and your well-being. So welcome. If you're tuning into this podcast for the very first time, we're all about equipping you with the skills and tools that you need to not only be a successful early educator, but also learn how to promote your own self-care and well-being. And it's with that well-being theme that I'm going to stick with today. I know that we're getting to the end of the school year and so many of you are absolutely exhausted. I've been talking to you online or face-to-face and you've been telling me how you're really struggling catching every bug that's going around and just feeling completely drained and really needing your summer break. And some of you that I've been chatting to as well, you're maybe in your first year of working as a childminder or working in a nursery or school and even though you've probably absolutely loved your year doing it, it's been tough on you. You've had a lot to learn and also your body has been so prone to every infection and bug going around. I remember my first year of teaching full time and I used to car share with my older cousin who worked at the same school as me. So she was more experienced, she was older, she was wiser and every day I would get into her car and I would feel like I had some kind of ailment. Um, I was really prone back then to getting tonsillitis. It would happen to me at least once a month. My glands would swell up, I couldn't really eat anything, it would start to affect my ears, and then the infection would seem to spread then into my sinuses. So every time I bent down, which happens a lot in early years, my face was just in really excruciating pain. Um, And I would say to my cousin, I'd say, Lucy, is it always going to be like this? Am I always going to feel this poorly? Because if I am, I don't know if I can continue working because it really was just wiping me out constantly. And I remember her saying to me back then, it's because it's the first year of you doing this. You're like building up an immunity now to all of those germs. So come next year, yes, you might still get the odd bug, but hopefully your body will be better equipped. And I really did find that. I found that the longer I stayed in one particular school or setting or workplace, the better my body was at coping with the germs. Um, So yeah, there is a little bit of hope for you if you're feeling like that right at the moment. Something I also did um, after my first year of teaching was I spent pretty much the whole of the summer holidays getting my classroom ready and set up for the following year. And I managed to not have a proper break. I exhausted myself um, and that just wasn't good. That wasn't what my body needed. So from then on, I learned the important lesson to maybe go in, do a couple of days doing a bit of classroom organisation, making labels, etc. But then give myself that time off. My body needed it. 
and it works because then you can go away, have a really good summer and come back feeling refreshed. Now, some of you won't have the luxury of having five or six weeks off this year as a summer holiday. Some of you will work all year round in a setting or in your home doing child um, care there. And so let's talk about and remind ourselves of a few well-being hints and tips that we can do. Uh, because often I talk with people and I get said, or people say to me, oh, um, you know, self-care and self-love, it's, it's all very selfish, isn't it? But actually it's not. And we have to move away from that mindset. When we are investing in ourselves, we have more to give back. I know that if I'm really struggling to do a piece of writing, maybe I'm writing an article, for instance, if my brain is really struggling because it's tired or it's overwhelmed, if I just pause and go out for a half an hour walk, clear my head and then come back to it, I can give so much more to that activity. And the same goes for your well-being. If you're tired and exhausted, then you need to invest in sleep. Even though you might feel like you've not got enough time to sleep, um, you know, your to-do list is so long, you need to make time because by doing that, you're going to come back even stronger and even better. So it's not a selfish act. It's an essential act. And I want you to make sure you, you give yourself that time, even if it's just 10 minutes every day, time for you. Now, if you're following me on social media, you'll know that I've just released in the last week my Huga in Elia's journal. And this is a journal specially made for early educators. And in there, we've got daily prompts of acts that you can do to promote your own self-care. And they don't take very long. Some of the daily acts involve things like switching off your phone for an hour before bed or going out for a walk around the block. So just tiny little things, but little prompts that just make the world of difference for you. So if you are interested in picking up a copy of my Hugo and Early Years journal, just head across to my website and you can pop your order in there. I've got some amazing stickers as well to go alongside the journal, just to make it a little bit more fun too. So self-care, what kind of things can we do? I know you'll have heard me mention these and talk about each one in a lot more detail, but I just want to do a little bit of a recap just to remind us. Um, because often when we are so busy and we're so stressed, it's the little things that we forget about and we can just be like, oh yeah, let's try that and uh, it'll make us feel better. So how about um, spending some time each day doing some meditation? All it takes is two minutes, five minutes, download an app, you know, there's plenty out there, things like Headspace and Calm that will guide you through it. If you don't want to invest in the app, then you can always YouTube something and just spend that first two minutes when you get up on a morning doing a little bit of guided meditation or listening to some calming music that helps to gather your thoughts for the day. Um, you could also combine with that some wonderful breathing exercises. Over in my journal, I talk about uh, the benefits of doing nostril breathing, where you alternate the nostrils that you're breathing out of and you do a counting exercise alongside this. 
And again, that just takes your mind off what you're worrying about and back into you and, and how your body feels. So all of these things are just so simple to try. I am also a big advocate for using powerful affirmations. Now, I talk to a lot of people that are like, I'm sure saying something each day isn't going to have an impact on my well-being. And I was one of those. I used to think that. But then I just tried it. Um, I just found an affirmation that sort of really worked for me. And I'd say it to myself every day. And I started to feel it. And I started to believe it. And when I first started saying it out loud, I couldn't look at myself in the mirror and give myself eye contact as I was saying it. But the longer I've been repeating this exercise, the more confident I am now at saying it and believing it. And I can look at myself in the mirror and give myself the eye contact now, which is so powerful, really. It really shows that shift in self-confidence and self-belief. Um, so, yeah, trying a healthy affirmation if you're struggling at the moment. How about one around energy levels? So you might tell yourself, I have the energy I need to get me through the day. I have the energy I need to get me through the day. And saying it um, as though you already have achieved it, again, it's telling the brain that you've got this. Even though our brains are such clever, clever systems, they can't actually distinguish between a fact and a lie. So I'm not telling yourself that you need to lie to yourself, but if you're using the language as though you've achieved something already, your brain is going to start believing that and it's going to make you act as though you've done it. Um, and that's a powerful message as well that I talk about in my journal when it comes to writing down your to-do list. So I don't actually call my list of things I need to achieve a to-do list anymore. I call it a results list. And I word it as though I've done those things already. So if I need to write, I don't know, an 800 word article, I would write that as an action on my results list as I have written my 800 word article. And then my brain, again, it's just thinking in more of a positive way and believing that I'm doing it, I've done it. So sometimes it's just a matter of how we word these things and it really does make a difference. Okay, the next thing I want to talk to you about is eating well. We've moved house recently and I have got into such a bad cycle of grabbing food on the go, not forward planning my meals and not eating uh, to my best ability. And as a result of that, I felt my energy levels being feeling drained and not feeling at my best. And I think when this happens, um, it makes you think and it makes you reflect again. Why am I feeling in this particular way? And then it's like, oh, yeah, we've been out for tea quite a lot recently. Or we've grabbed a Starbucks on the go. Or I've made myself a really quick sandwich from the fridge. And I haven't actually been um, putting thought into, you know, having a balanced diet. And so it's just a reminder, really, if you're feeling like I've been feeling, what have you been eating? Maybe keep a food diary, um, because that always helps us reflect on the quality of what we're eating. I like to do lots of batch cooking as well. So I'm going to get back into that habit of 
Sunday afternoons, getting in the kitchen and doing some cooking, um, making some things up for the week so that it's all portioned out. It's all just ready for me to grab and take so that if I have had a busy day, I'm not just grabbing rubbish food. I'm, I'm actually fueling my body in a really positive way. Okay, next thing I want to remind you of is getting moving. Oh, sorry, that was my phone. <laughs> getting moving, having um, some exercise in your day. It doesn't have to be you're going to a boxing exercise class. It doesn't have to be as intense as that. A simple walk around your area for 20 minutes. In your lunch break, go out for a walk, connect with nature, smell the roses and the gardens that you pass and it will make you feel better, I can guarantee it. I was talking to the lovely Kerry at EYFS for me, and she was very busy working away on her laptop, but she was saying that her brain just felt so full of information. So I said, get out, go for a walk, or go sit in the park for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and come back and you'll just, you'll, you'll feel refreshed. So give it a go. And then, the last two things that I want to talk about, one is the positive act of writing in your journal, having that act of gratitude, feeling it in your heart. That daily act makes you feel a lot more positive and optimistic. And then the last one is crafting. If you can find yourself a hobby or an activity that's going to keep your hands busy, you're less likely to pick up your phone and um, make your mind busy with things like social media and, and waste your time with that. So I want you to try and invest in something like crafting, uh, sewing, maybe making your own story stones, story spoons, I don't know, uh, knitting that's going to keep you busy and switch your mind off as well. So there are just a few of my tips that I try to do to focus on my well-being. As I said, I don't get it right all of the time. I'm only human. So there are times when it slips and I need to just remind myself. And I feel like that's probably what you need at the moment as well. A little bit of a reminder to get that balance right, especially if you're feeling exhausted and like you're catching all the bugs that are going around. So take some time this summer for you. Enjoy your summer and Come back and you'll feel refreshed and ready to go.